listening to the Res Youth Podcast. I suppose the one instance where I felt unsafe was when I was exiting a bus to the train station in Moiwoi. Just some S-shaped dude looking dodgy and uh, yeah, it was outside of the train station and I was just about to hop on. He's been looking at me for a while and then he went up and to like say something it looked like he was reaching. I don't know. And my bus just showed up so I just wandered on. But yeah, I guess that's the one incident. Um, I have a job in Yamina on West Street and I live about four streets away and I finish work at about nine at night and I just don't feel safe walking home. I have to get my dad to come pick me up even though I could walk in two minutes, but I just, I don't feel comfortable walking down West Street by myself. Um, I think it's very like dark, it's not very light. Um, there's like, I know it's like most of the time deserted, but sometimes you see people like walking around the street and I'm just like, I just, I just don't feel safe. I just feel like uncomfortable just doing that. So that's where I feel unsafe. Um, like she said, I have a job and it's opposite the Bayview and we often get like really drunk guys coming in and even though we have a sign that says don't cross, they always come in to the shop and it's very uncomfortable because it's a very small shop. So like we have to have the numbers of like the police stations and like the security places like all over just in case something happens and also the other day I was on a walk with my friends at like six o'clock and then we had to, we got chased by this guy, this really drunk guy. It was six o'clock at night, like how drunk can you be? But it was actually really scary. He'd, we like ran for my life. I don't think I've ever run faster in my life, but it was really scary. And this guy was just full on chasing us. Try, I don't normally go on walks, but we were just going to Woolies and this guy just followed, we were with our friends and they were behind us, we were chasing them. We turned around to stop and they just started screaming, like just keep on running. Cause this guy was just like yelling at us screaming at us yeah there was a lot of people around like adults and they were just kind of looking at us yeah like I feel like if someone it made made us feel safer if like an adult or an older person would have like stepped up and tried to help us or something like I'm not saying like go and like intervene or fight with the guy just like come to make sure that we were okay because like one of my friends like started crying because it was so scary I was, well, I go to um, Lions Park for, there's a, like a little hippie event there every like second weekend um, and there's no buses around that area so we have to go to Woiwoi um, and walking down there's like a really long um, pathway that's um, really dimly lit um, and it's like a long walk from Lions Park into main section of Woiwoi and then you get there um, and it's like near the um, Fisherman's Wharf and then you have to cross the road and it's right next to the pub and every time I go there to try and get to the train station to get home there's always drunk people that are shouting at me and my friends um, and it's just really uncomfortable <laughs> and then even when you get to Woiwoi it's it just feels sketchy I just yeah um, it just doesn't feel safe it's there's dark parts here and I like I feel like I have to I don't know, protect my friends or whatever, cover up when we're going that area and it just doesn't feel safe. And even um, another time I was in Woiwoi um, trying to catch a train, um, I walked, like just walking on the pathway right in front of where like Deepwater Plaza is um, and there was this like druggie, he was on something definitely, he was like shouting at himself and sort of 
I was just shouting at me and stuff. And I crossed the road and he was started like going after me as well. Luckily I was on the train by then, but it just doesn't feel safe there. And it's not just that one incident. It's just, I've, like you said, there's so many of my friends have been chased by randos or shouted out by people at the pub. And even in your minor, um, if you're trying to walk by Woolworths to get to a bus stop, there's also the pub on the corner there. And I feel like every time I go there, there's someone, some drunk dude shouting at us. Um, so many pubs in the area and if you're trying to get some get home at night time that's like a really big dangerous spot so yeah and then of course there are not, not many buses after that so you feel like you have to hang around it's just not good um i've been lucky to have not been chased by any drunk people but i will admit woi woi is very dimly lit like even in front of Deepwater plaza at night it's barely lit. You'd expect that area, because that is the main street that goes through Woi Woi to be lit, which it isn't. Um, and once you get down to where I live, it's even worse. Like my street has two street lights on it. They're not very good street lights. And you just have patches where you can't even see the ground you're walking on. Um, I think definitely like better lighting is something that needs to happen. Yeah, um, and then also, yeah, all the streets, like my street's quite dark to get when I, like when I exit West Street and then go on to like where I live, it's very dark and I just feel unsafe, yeah, yeah. Um, just adding on like what I said about all the drunk people, I feel like pubs and where they sell alcohol should have a cap and not let them get too drunk because like I understand having a good time but these like mainly like older men like middle-aged men get completely wasted and then just they get kicked out like people think that if they're not in the bar they're not a problem anymore but it's causing more issues outside of it so I feel like there should be a cap when they start to get too drunk because it's just really scary yeah so my name's Lani and I'm a project worker at Regional Youth Support Services and we're here in Woi at the Peninsula Theatre uh, for the Peninsula Youth Voice Forum. So the idea behind the forum was that we get uh, two local high schools in with um, a bunch of key stakeholders from the Central Coast, whether that be local council, um, your local members, local youth services. So we had um, Eleanor Duncan Aboriginal Health Services here. We had the CEO for Edelong Diggers. Um, but the point was to get all of those key people in the same room with all of these young people and give a chance and a space for these young people's voices to be heard and their opinions on how we can make the peninsula a better, more friendly place. I feel like uh, most of the kids that are acting out um, are um, victims of domestic violence. So it's their, uh, like, they brought up with it. Um, I just know from school that people that are getting in trouble, you, if you know a bit about their family, it's that the kids that are most in trouble are the ones that are getting hit at home or are not have very restricted parents or have, have split parents. That One of them was um, abusive or something like that. It's always, it seems to be a pattern of the kids that are in the most trouble or doing the most crime are victims themselves. I know a lot of people do it I think that they need to do more stuff out of school or like school needs to be more exciting because I know I hear a lot of people just do it for like the feeling that they get while doing it the rush that they get from doing it the adrenaline so I feel like there needs to be more things that can do that just give that type of feeling so they're not seeking it out in 
the bad behaviours. Did you hear some interesting ideas from the young people? I had some awesome ideas. I had one young fella talking about, you know, a drama space, a shared drama space that's run by young people, led by young people. Um, Community engagement um, in skate parks, running musical events, and, you know, all of these are fantastic ideas. Um, All the way to, you know, charging stations at a bus station. So if their phone's dead on a night out, they're not unsafe. They can still contact people. So clearly very important views that just haven't been heard and um, we've given them that voice today. So I hope they've, you know, I hope they felt that we've heard them and we're going to definitely take this all on board and um, put it to the stakeholders. You're listening to the Riz Youth Podcast. Riz. (laughs) At what point do you think some of these things change from being like, say, a, a child or a kid in primary school to having to deal with some of these issues? Or in your own experiences, like at what point did you start to be like, there's fights going on or there's, I don't feel as safe at school anymore or when did that happen? Um, I feel that kind of changed when we went into high school. Like I know I enjoyed primary school a lot more than high school and yeah. So do these interventions that we're speaking about, because it's best to have them prior to incidents starting to happen or safety concerns starting to happen, do they need to happen at a primary school level so that when you're entering or transitioning into high school, you already have some of these skills and information and resources available to you? Maybe having like more assemblies or like meetups or where people who represent what like police or stuff like that just coming in and just saying this is what can happen if you have these fights or something you can learn to handle of your words not your fists. Yep. So do, do you do you agree that it needs to happen before high school? I think that maybe if the kids like learn to feel safe to be able to talk to people like the teachers or guidance counselor or someone then maybe it won't happen because it won't get to that point that they want to fight them. What about the online stuff like were you guys learning when did you guys start learning about online safety? Not like it's because like social media is constantly developing it's only just starting to like properly settle into like how students should be taught about online safety so I reckon that it's still new and as technology keeps evolving so does the year 11 to 12 right now. Is that too late? I don't I don't know I think it's definitely different for every student on how much you use social media and who you surround yourself with so on social media and stuff like that. Because like I know friends of mine that on Snapchat have people from around Australia, people they've never met in real life, people they haven't. And I know kids that are very private on social media and that just have their friends and their close mates and family. So I think it's very different to each person and how much they need to learn and I think starting that definitely probably earlier will be more beneficial for the kids coming up with it more with social media more in a presence in their like life growing up you know. I feel like kids that haven't been like shown how to like act on online websites and like how to be safe online the older they get it's not gonna like do much for them if they don't learn like about online safety to like you know year 10 or year 11 and I feel the sooner it's implemented is the better for everyone. I think like um because social media is a thing now like you can't not do it I think they need to be more proactive with like 
like taking down the fight videos and stuff like that because social media is a thing like everyone can have it and that's just a fact like it doesn't matter so I think they just need to be more careful with what's still up and like what you're allowed to post and stuff and whose responsibility do you think that might be I think it should be like like the like the company like obviously it's hard but like like the social media like what's it called like the people yeah like the company like Meta for example yeah. on Instagram and, and Facebook like, obviously so. it's very hard but I think that they could like try a bit harder to take down like fight videos and stuff like that I also think because like young kids in primary schools they see this kind of stuff on social media like kids who have it and then I feel it's starting to come into primary schools as well as when it shouldn't be in any school let alone a primary school all of this like online bullying and like fights and everything and little kids see that and they find it as a way I feel they almost like they start acting like that and portraying those things and it gets brought into primary schools with like kindergartens like social media websites like the companies have to monitor what's being posted and like the app shouldn't be created if they can't monitor what's being posted and sent around. So as young people how do you create that change? So yeah ideally the end goal is that these big companies are doing better to monitor what's going on social media and like take down any fight videos that have been posted but where do we start you know as young people how do we start that change you start pushing forward a message and like make it clear that that's not okay and like who do we talk to who's the first person the people who are actually posting it or like people who are affected by it and just like hold campaigns or just like post videos or messages saying hey this isn't all right stop doing this and uh, tell people how they can actually report this. 